My name's Tony Hitchcock. I'm a prop and model maker, um, and I also do scenic painting, which is one of the things that I've fairly recently done for uh, His Dark Materials. Can I just uh, start this interview by saying um, thank you, not just for this interview, but for working on one of the best dramas of the year? Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was fun to work on, I must admit. I mean, I was, I was a fairly small cog in, in quite a large machine, um, but it, it was a nice set to work on, yeah. Yeah. Have you worked on other shows before um, His Dark Materials? Uh, I've, yeah, I have. Um, I fairly, fairly regularly do stuff um, at various prop workshops, which then goes away and goes on set. I did some on-set work for uh, The White Princess, uh, which was a follow-up to the Philippa Gregory book, The White Queen. Yeah. I think the BBC did the original series, and then it went on to stars, and they've been doing it ever since. So I've done quite a lot of stuff for The White Princess, and yeah. the follow-up seasons to that, which was the, I think it's two seasons of The Spanish Princess, and <laughs> a few other bits and bobs as well. Uh, which was, yeah, that was all quite entertaining too. I was largely making a lot of architectural features and stonework and, and that yeah. kind of thing. So that was actual prop making rather than uh, scenic painting. You um, love fantasy because it's all that stuff, isn't it? Yeah. all that stuff fantasy because it's all that stuff, it's all that detail that you need for set design and things like that, isn't it? It's the imagination. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, one of the one of the chaps I I work with quite a lot is uh, Johnny Mann, Johnny Mann Scenic Services. Who uh, he's been in the industry for thirty odd years, I think. Um, and he's uh, he's got a training in in geology. Yeah. Um, and we do quite a lot of rock work with him. Um, and when people phone him up and say, "Oh, you know." We'd like some rocks for this film. He'll he'll always say, "Okay, what sort of rocks?" <laughs> because he knows exactly how to do it. I mean, we we um, I think it was last year we made um, Pride Rock for the uh, the premiere in London of, of the, the live action Lion King. Oh, it, I've this seen kind of that in big, yeah for <laughs> for the red carpet yeah. and. Um, you know, it's if you if you look at the way that the rock is constructed, it's it's completely geologically accurate, and that's all yeah. down to Johnny. But the the downside of working for him is that you will then find yourself watching films, and you'll suddenly notice how out of place the rocks are, and it really pulls you out of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like working on the set of His Dark Materials? What was everything like? It was amazing, actually. Um, I mean, it's it's filmed in Wales. Um, and the studio complex, uh, mm -hmm. each of the actual studios is kind of almost the size of an aircraft hangar. Um, and there's the, the studio that I was in, there are three sort of sister studios who were all involved. And uh, the, the one that I was in, there were seven, I think, of these big yeah. hangars. Yeah. And, um, for instance, the, the, the Russian hotel set that I worked on, um, yeah. the footprint of that set was, I guess, about twice the size of my house. <laughs> um, and that took up just a fraction of the floor space of this hangar. Uh, Will's house was in there as well, or the interior section of Will's house. And uh, that's about the same size as my house. Um, and it just, when you walked in there, I've got a photo of it somewhere, but you walk in there and I, I took this picture and it just looks like a shoebox off in the distance. It's, it's a, an, an absolutely immense space. So for um, uh, 
there were some of the interiors were done like that, like the interior of the submarine was in there. Yeah. Um, there was uh, when I when I left, um, they were building um, a big exterior set, but inside so it could be controlled more adequately. Yeah. And then in one of the other ones, they had some in, um, exterior bits for for the city, which they could obviously control the lighting for. Mm -hmm. And the city itself is an exterior set in the uh, the back lot of the studio. Um, in fact, yeah. you, I think you could see part of the tower if you went past the, um, on the, the flyover on the way into Cardiff. Um, you know, everyone's obviously trying to be as subtle as possible and keep yeah. everything under wraps, but it was such a colossal building <laughs> that you could just see this thing sticking up as you drove past. But that city block was amazing. It was, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a large city block yeah. and incredibly well designed. Joel Collins was the main production designer on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's, he's done a lot of really good work on a lot of very big productions. Um, but the way that it worked with this one was that you could literally walk anywhere in the city block and any of the shops you went into. Um, normally, it's just a fake door or whatever. Um, but most of the shops, if you went into them, they all had fully stocked yeah. props in there. Um, and it meant that the director had kind of infinite choice of, of what looked best with the lighting yeah. on that day. And, you know, it was just, it was incredible. Like, walking through it, um, it really transported you. I mean, one of the It really did of, look incredible as well. Yeah. Well, one of the bits I worked on on that one was aging down, um, largely aging yeah. down stonework and that sort of thing. And, and I was working on a balcony. Um, and the morning that I was doing it, it was a glorious sunny day. Uh, this was, yeah, last year in the summer. And not a cloud in the sky, this amazing sunny balcony with a lovely wooden table on it and sort of wrought iron railing around yeah. it. And the greens department had just been in and put loads of plants everywhere as well. So there was actually uh, <laughs> vines curving over everything. And it just, I, all I wanted to do was sit down and have a nice glass of wine and maybe some tapas there. It just, it felt like I was in the Mediterranean. It made me laugh because my parents originally thought that um, Chittagatsi was um, based in Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> as, opposed, as opposed to near the docks in Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, did it take long to um, do all the sets like um, Will's House and Chittagatsi in the Russian Hotel? Yeah, they 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 were all worked on for a long time, and uh, I think one of the reasons that they do look so good is that um, none of them none of them happened quickly. They they were all sort of done and then built up on and then reviewed and then a little bit more was added and then reviewed and a little bit more was added. Yeah. So by the time you finished, it actually it makes everything look lived in, and you you actually look as though there's a history to the house rather than yeah. it being built up. So with Will's house, um, I did quite a lot of the concrete detailing on it. Um, and all of that, it's, it's really subtle and it's the kind of thing that you don't consciously notice, but if it's yeah. not done properly, it stands out as looking like a set. Yeah, exactly. Whereas everything's aged, all the concrete is bleached in places and then it's got like lichen going on it and, and inside the house. Uh, all of the woodwork is aged and distressed a little bit, and uh, <clears throat> you have to be very careful about where, you know, where would somebody push open a door? 
to yeah. where you're going to get the right amount of wear and, and, and the, the guys I was working with on that one again were scenic artists who'd been in the trade for a very very long time <laughs> and um, it was really good fun I mean I, for me actually working on the Russian hotel I think was my favourite one <laughs> because normally when you're asked to age down a set or yeah. age something up it's a little bit of wear here and there you know just normal everyday use whereas the Russian hotel was meant to be really scuzzy. Yeah. It was meant to be grimy and filthy and disgusting. So I, um, I nicotine stained the windows in there. We had, <laughs> we had dry rot. We had wet, wet rot. We had mold patches coming through. Um, the floor was disgusting because we put down um, all kinds of, of, of uh, like clay and things to, to get it all looking really scubby. Um, I went around sort of bashing things up with an axe to make sure the wood was all quite knackered. And uh, by the time we'd finished, on, on the day of shooting, when you walked on set, especially when they had the lighting in there, you actually almost felt like holding your breath because it looked as though it was probably full of horrible fungal spores in the air. It just felt yeah. deeply unhealthy. And it was all brand new. Um, but it, it was, yeah, it was quite an amazing set to go on to because it just felt so grubby uh, it was really good fun to do can i just say before this interview is over um it's because of people like you and the writers why the series stands out like it does it's passion and love oh thank you well it's interesting actually that um virtually everyone that worked on it was a massive fan of the books as well yeah. Um, I actually do need to get around to reading them. Um, I haven't read them yet, and I, I got a fair amount of abuse from some of my co-workers for not having read it. But yeah, almost everybody else that was working on it really loved the books and really wanted to do service yeah. to, to them as, as much as they could. Yeah. I mean, um, it's better to have a fantasy um, series on TV, I think, than a film. I think so. I mean, unless you're... I think Lord of the Rings did it incredibly well. Um, yeah. And again, there was that ridiculous level of passion with it. So with, with the... You know, with, with particularly the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, when so much of it was handmade. Yeah. Um, there's just an insane amount of detail, like armor that had leather interiors with... Um, kind of uh, engravings done into the leather which nobody would see apart from the actor but it was all you know relevant to the culture that they were meant to be representing yeah. and, and that yeah. it's it's a level of of nerdishness that i absolutely love yeah. um and you know getting a chance to actually do something like that is it's it's quite liberating i mean yeah. You, you actually have to stop at some point and pull yourself back a little bit because you can just keep going and keep going and keep going. But, but like I said, you know, I was a small cog in quite a big machine and there was a big team of, of yeah. scenic artists on there who I was working with. Um, you've and played, they were. You've played a part in that passion and that love in the series. It's, yeah. You're not just some small cog, every cog matters. Yeah, I think so. I think um, it, it, it makes a huge difference when you do have that amount of passion. I mean, I have certainly worked on some sets of shows, which I won't say out loud, where it's been a bit more perfunctory and, and you know, people have been like, oh, that'll do, it'll look okay on camera. Oh, I can imagine. Bash it out. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, and and it's a little. Um, it can be a bit dispiriting, and and it's it's when you know when, when you're working on on a set that you're really enjoying doing, and you're putting yeah. everything into it. That's when it properly feels like a vocation. Yeah. And then the other stuff is just that's my day job, and I'll go in and throw it together, and I get paid, and that's okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's always it's always more of a pleasure to work on the ones that you can really invest in, and actually, it's it's almost you can show off a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can, and and everybody that was a thing. All of the guys that I was working with, they were all so good and all very very talented artists in their own right. Yeah. Um, and it, it really it really showed. <laughs> um. Thank you for this. Before I go, I must ask, what are your plans for Christmas? Uh, <laughs> well, I've, I've got a, as this always happens every year, I've got a backlog of uh, DIY that I need to be catching up on. <laughs> yeah. um, which, honestly, this year has been quite good for. I've, I've yeah. rebuilt the bathroom and built understairs units and <laughs> built a new TV unit and all kinds of stuff. So my wife's yeah. been quite pleased to have me at home. Um, but yeah, we are just going to have a quiet Christmas for yeah. the four of us, my wife, myself, and my two boys, which I think actually will be quite nice. Yeah. We've never really, you know, we've always gone to, to parents before, but this this will be the first time it's just the four of us. Yeah. Uh, quite yeah. almost looking forward to that. How about you? What are you up to? Um, same as you, really. Um, you know, people always talk about a perfect Christmas, but I think that's a state of mind. It's as perfect as you can make it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel.